Good morning and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. It's great to have you with us. I hope you've had a lovely weekend. It's Monday, the 4th of May, as I've recorded this, and it's day 23. And we've just got into Exodus in the Old Testament, and we're getting well through Matthew in the New Testament. And we're all learning about Moses. Um, so it's a fantastic story. It's really, really good. Um, I really enjoy this one. And well done for sticking with me. If you've been right the way through from day one and now we're on day 23, your discipline is standing up to the test, which is pretty good, isn't it? Um, and I'm sure as you're reading the word every day and hearing the word as well, um, you're going to be really feeling the difference and seeing the Lord work through your life and just breathing in the Holy Spirit and seeing your life transformed through Jesus Christ. So let's get into the word today. We are going to be reading Exodus 4 to 6 and Matthew chapter 16. So it's going to be good fun, and I'm looking forward to this. So we'll get into it, and uh, let's get started. Exodus chapter 4. Moses answered, What if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, The Lord did not appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, Throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground, and it became a snake and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, Reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake, and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This, said the Lord, is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. Then the Lord said, Put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand into his cloak, and when he took it out, the skin was leprous. It had become as white as snow. Now put it back into your cloak, he said. So Moses put his hand back into his cloak, and when he took it out, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. Then the Lord said, If they do not believe you or pay attention to the first sign, they may believe the second. But if they do not believe these two signs or listen to you, take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground. The water you take from the river will become blood on the ground. Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, Pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses, and he said, What about your brother, Aaron the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and will teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you, and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if you were God to him. But take this staff in your hand so you can perform the signs with it. Then Moses went back to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Let me return to my own people in Egypt to see if any of them are still alive, Jethro said. Go, and I wish you well. Now the Lord had said to Moses and Midian, Go back to Egypt, for all those who wanted to kill you are dead. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and started back to Egypt. And he took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, When you return to Egypt, 
See that you perform before Pharaoh all the wonders I have given you the power to do, but I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Then say to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says. Israel is my firstborn son, and I told you, let my son go so he may worship me, but you refuse to let him go, so I will kill your firstborn son. At a lodging place on the way, the Lord met Moses and was about to kill him. But Zipporah took a fine, a flint knife, cut off her son's foreskin and touched Moses' feet with it. Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me, she said. So the Lord let him alone. At that time, she said, bridegroom of blood, referring to circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, go into the wilderness to meet Moses. So he met Moses at the mountain of God and kissed him. Then Moses told Aaron everything the Lord had said to him to say and also about all the signs he had commanded him to perform. Moses and Aaron brought together all the elders of the Israelites, and Aaron told them everything the Lord had said to Moses. He also performed the signs before the people, and they believed. And when they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshipped. Exodus chapter 5. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go, so that they may hold a festival to me in the wilderness. Then Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. Then he said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Now let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, or he may strike us with plagues or with the sword. But the king of Egypt said, Moses and Aaron, why are you taking the people away from their labour? Get back to your work. Then Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land are now numerous and you are stopping them from working. That same day, Pharaoh gave this order to the slave drivers and overseers in charge of the people. You are no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather their own straw but require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quarter. They are lazy. That is why they are crying out. Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Make the work harder for the people so that they keep working and pay no attention to lies. Then the slave drivers and the overseers went out and said to the people, this is what Pharaoh says. I will not give you any more straw. Go and get your own straw wherever you can find it, but your work will not be reduced at all. So the people scattered all over Egypt to gather stubble to use for straw. The slave drivers kept pressing them, saying, Complete the work required of you for each day, just as when you had the straw. And Pharaoh's slave drivers beat the Israelite overseers they had appointed, demanding, Why haven't you met your quota of bricks yesterday or today as before? Then the Israelite overseers went and appealed to Pharaoh, Why have you treated your servants this way? Your servants are given no straw, yet we are told, make bricks. Your servants are being beaten, but the fault is with your own people. Pharaoh said, lazy, that's what you are, lazy. That is why you keep saying, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Now get to work. You will not be given any straw, yet you must produce your full quota of bricks. The Israelite overseers realized they were in trouble when they were told, you are not to reduce the number of bricks required of you for each day. When they left Pharaoh, they found Moses and Aaron waiting to meet them. 
and they said may the lord look on you and judge you you have made us obnoxious to pharaoh and his officials and have put a sword in their hand to kill us moses returned to the lord and said why lord have you brought trouble on these people on this people is this why you sent me ever since i went to pharaoh to speak in your name he has brought trouble on this people and you have not rescued your people at all exodus chapter 6 then the lord said to moses now you will see what i will do to pharaoh because of my mighty hand he will let them go because of my mighty hand he will drive them out of his country god also said to moses i am the lord i appear to abraham to isaac and to jacob as god almighty but by my name the lord i did not make myself fully known to them i also established my covenant with them to give them the land of canaan where they resided as foreigners moreover i have heard the groaning of the israelites when the egyptians are enslaving and i have remembered my covenant therefore say to the israelites i am the lord and i will bring you out from under the yoke of the egyptians i will free you from being slaves to them and i will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment i will take you as my own people and i will be your god then you will know that i am the lord your god who brought you out from under the yoke of the egyptians and i will bring you to the land i swore with uplifted hand to give to abraham to isaac and to jacob i will give it to you as a possession i am the lord moses reported this to the israelites but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and harsh labor then the lord said to moses go tell pharaoh king of egypt to let the israelites go out of his country but moses said to the lord if the israelites will not listen to me why would pharaoh listen to me since i speak with faltering lips that the lord spoke to moses and aaron about the israelites and pharaoh king of egypt and he commanded them to bring the israelites out of egypt these were the heads of their families the sons of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were Hanok and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These were the clans of Reuben. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of the Canaanite woman. These were the clans of Simeon. These were the names of the sons of Levi, according to their records, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. And Levi lived 137 years. The sons of Gershon by clans were Libni and Shimei. The sons of Kohath were Amra, Amram, Ishar, Hebron, and Uziel. Kohath lived 133 years. The sons of Merari were Mali and Mushi. These were the clans of Levi according to the records. Amram married his father's sister, Jochebed, who bore him Aaron and Moses. Amram lived 137 years. The sons of Ishar were Korah, Nepheg, and Zikri. The sons of Uziel were Mishael, Elzaphan, and Sithri. Aaron married Elisheba, daughter of Amnimadab, and sister of Nashon, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Elizar and Ithamar. The sons of Korah were Asir, Elkanah, and Abiasaph. These were the Korahite clans. Eleazar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Phineas. These were the heads of the Levite families, clan by clan. It was this Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, 
bring the Israelites out of Egypt by their divisions. They were the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing the Israelites out of Egypt, this same Moses and Aaron. Now, when the Lord spoke to Moses in Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, everything I tell you. But Moses said to the Lord, since I speak with faltering lips, why would Pharaoh listen to me? There we are. So that's Exodus 46. Now we'll go into Matthew. Chapter 16. Hopefully my pronunciation was okay there. Here we go. Right. We're going to read the whole of chapter 16. The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, when evening comes, you say, it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, today it will be stormy for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They discussed this among themselves and said, it is because we didn't bring any bread. Aware of their decision, Jesus asked, You of little faith, why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand and how many basketfuls you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand and how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? But be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do, you, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. 
What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. I truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And there we are. The word for today. Well, that's pretty powerful stuff, isn't it? It really kind of gets you going when you read. When you read that, I hope it has been inspiring for you. I hope that you've taken that all in. And uh, that's day 23. And thank you very much for joining with me. It really is really fantastic. We're seeing the, the, the number of views on YouTube and I can see people watching it or listening to it on the podcast, which is really fantastic. So let's have a short prayer about what we've been reading. Dear Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank you so much for being with us, Lord, for helping us in all these different things that we do in our daily lives. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that we would come closer to you. Help us through your Holy Spirit to be wise disciples, Lord, to do your will and to be obedient to everything that you ask us. And we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And of course, we'll do the sinner's prayer. If you're wanting to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ and become a Christian, then feel free to say this with me or just listen to the words and agree with them. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I have done many things wrong. And Lord, I ask that you would forgive me of my sin. And Lord, I forgive anyone else who has sinned against me. Lord, I want to put my trust into your hands. Everything that I am is yours. I ask this in your almighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me this morning. Have a great day. I hope you've had a wonderful weekend. And may the Lord bless you. And I will see you tomorrow. And of course, you can check out the details in the description. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye just now.